Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Thursday. Well, you heard it. Baseball is back. And let me tell you, this is big. The 162 games for the long-term health of the game. This is big. Celebrate it. Big trade in the NFL. Mac to from the Bears to the Chargers. Vegas says this means Chargers have been upgraded. We'll go through the odds and at AFC West. And tonight in the NBA, Simmons is back in Philly, but somehow he's not going to play. 76ers are four and a half point favorites hosting Brooklyn. That means the Sixers are the better team right now. Here comes a four out of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a Thursday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Listen, we give the heat, but we give the love to, and we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate baseball, the union, for the players, compromising. We'll break it down analytically. But we're going to appreciate that this lockout, this strike, this disagreement, however you want to call it, is going to fade and be an irrelevancy. It'll be a trivia question because the 162 will get played. And 
I'm, for one, happy for baseball. Sports bettors listen to this show for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's the fan who beats the man, A.J. Hoffman. Thank you, RJ. Great to be here today. Major League Baseball gets the green light. Khalil Mack on the move to the AFC West, and the dogs are a barking in conference tournament play. What is the Vegas lead, RJ? Um, hmm. Did Montana State win? Montana State is not in the they're, – they're no longer in. They're All done. right, then I guess I guess that can't be the lead. I was hoping. All right, so we will go with baseball and the strike resolution. And I'll tell you what's next. We're going to go with Mac in the trade second. So one, two. All right, so here's the deal. We have a 162-game Major League Baseball season starting on April 7th, just over a week later than expected. The two sides able to come to an agreement today after we, we were supposedly losing regular season games. That will not be the case. All right, so the 162 in a sport that cherishes tradition. Now, we can laugh at that and say, well, they didn't with the strike and the PEDs and all that, you know, in 94. But you know what? All you can do is improve, right? So we gave them a ton of heat, and now they need to get credit. All parties concerned, the 162 means we're going to forget this even happened. I mean, is uh, the NFL has had, uh, you know, as they call them, scab players, there's there's that sticks with you as a league and yeah nfl's overcome it baseball's trending the wrong way and because of that i think this is big and let me ask you aj do you as a lapsed baseball fan i think it's fair to say um that's fair is it seems to me whatever the damage of this uh, dispute is zero. I would almost make the case it's a positive because there was so much pessimism just you know yesterday, day before you were hearing, oh maybe the sea. I mean from serious people, hey maybe the season's going to be lost, and I mean like literally, and the idea that boom, everything's fine, no games being missed. It feels like like expectations have been so far exceeded. It's a net positive. What do you think? I, I agree. I mean, the fact – and I think if they would, did not play a full 162 games, there would be people who were bitter and upset about it. But I think the fact that they're going to get in a full season, uh, they, they got in a bunch of fan-friendly rule changes, I think this is a, a positive in, in overall uh, for, for baseball fans. And what I'm saying is that literally if there was no labor dispute – and there was none of this that that it, would, it could have never happened. Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is it, it, this happening the way it did, I think, is more positive than if there wasn't any dispute at all. And it was just business as usual, because, again, we were thinking so much worse. And then and how did they resolve it? Well, compromise. Now, we're going to break down what the experts think regarding who won but it was a compromise, and it was saying really opposite of what I projected. What I projected was that until the consequences of the um, stoppage would be felt in a really tangible way with the local TV deals and the various other ways that it would be, that losing the first month of the season wouldn't be a big deal. And and at a certain point, the pain would be too much, and they would just meet in the middle. And you know what? They said, you know, let's skip that part. Let's meet in the middle now. And to me, I got to salute them. AJ. 
I agree, and and you said something that I think is like you you kind of don't appreciate things till you worry you might lose them. Like maybe baseball fans were taking baseball for granted, and and then suddenly it's maybe not going to happen, and it's like, whoa, what's going on here? I'm I'm mad about this. Even people like me who don't watch it regularly are frustrated by it, and then for them to resolve it, you suddenly maybe appreciate baseball a little more. The fact that we have it and appreciate the the parties compromising sooner than they have absolutely to. yeah no and doubt. We, we we complain so much billionaires and millionaires fighting and then the fact that they were able to compromise on this i, I do think is is a positive thing we are straight out of vegas given the love now mark this day down because it might be a while before baseball gets love <laughs> now let's talk about who won it is very interesting to me that the uh was it called the executive committee Yes, the, the executive committee voted 8-0 against the deal. Yeah, so zero votes for the deal, and that was before it was given to the player. It was that kind of passed along with that recommendation. Hey, everyone said, all eight say, this deal is, is not good. We should, we should reject it. That, that, that's yeah. the mentality that, that I was saying I was afraid of, that idea, hey, we're not really in a danger zone yet. Why compromise? And the, the players, by a, a large majority, are behind it. Go ahead. Yeah, and these are the the executive subcommittee is a, it's made up of eight players, uh, notably Max Scherzer, Francisco Lindor, Garrett Cole, so some some big name players, who basically they are the representatives, you know, for the for the players association. These are the eight guys who negotiations are going through, and they make their recommendation back to the the players. All eight on the subcommittee said, nope, this isn't the deal. So leadership says no, but the, the, the players, the masses voted to let's make this happen. And I think it's pretty noticeable that if not all eight, a majority of the eight are big name, but more importantly, big contract per year type players. And, and obviously their ability to miss games, to miss paychecks a lot better, uh, a lot stronger than the rank and file, the, though you know, a veteran or a minimum salary in baseball isn't uh, is a lot of money. It's still very different than the richest of the rich baseball players. And it seems like that's where the divide was that the players across the or the players from not the very top, but otherwise everyone but the top seems to want to play. Whatever they were fighting, whatever that last little 10 percent, 5 percent they were fighting over. For the players, it was more about, hey, let's play. And to me, that's good for the fans. But unfortunately, if you are a big fan of the union, I don't know who that is, if you're not, you know, who that might be, but <laughs> is, this feels like more of a loss. And that's the consensus opinion that this is a loss for the players, that the owners, I mean, and they said, oh, yeah, we're going to pass this. It was like a surprise that they this deal got accepted, it seems. Owners are, are ecstatic. And the players, I think, uh, at least the, uh, the the richer players are obviously more divided. But to me, I give the players credit overall. Um, I don't really care who wins, to be honest with you. I mean, I just want there to be games. Now, I get it. Is This is millions of dollars. But it's like, yeah, it's millions of dollars, the difference between one deal or the other amongst billionaires and millionaires. So they're all going to be okay, and the fans get the games 
to me, that makes me happy. And the betters get to bet the games if you bet baseball. So all that's good. But I think objectively, the owners won. That I don't want to say the players caved, but the players conceded more aggressively some points. But what I find fascinating, AJ, you find your first thought as you just you know we're getting into reading about all this was that somehow the players won, and it's fascinating how, why you thought that initially. Oh yeah, John Heyman says on my score bar, on my scorecard, the union got a very good deal: two hundred thirty million dollars CBT threshold in twenty two, a nine percent rise; seven hundred thousand minimum salary, twenty three percent rise; fifty million bonus pool, all new money. Qualifying offer likely goes away. Universal DH, draft lottery, full t- full service time for rookie of the year, and more. Union got a very yeah. good deal. Okay, now you rattled off some of the details of this. But then my first question was, who said that? Then I said, well, who's he work for? And it's MLB Network. And man, and again, maybe I'm wrong on this, but it's I have not seen one other professional take outside of the MLB Network saying, hey, looks like the players got a really sweet deal. And it strikes me, huh? Is that home? Co- is that the owners so happy with it could this be. deal? They're saying, let's not rub it in. Let's 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 be gracious about it. It's in. We'll, we'll wait and see how many. Uh, Mackenzie, did you see anyone else really uh, playing up that the players got the good end of this? Well, you know, I got to rep my guy Bernie Fratto, host of Saturday's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. In his humble opinion, he says it looks like a win for the union. They got more incremental increases in pre-arb, minimum salary, CBT, and that was just today alone. And no 14-team playoff. Buster only had said a couple weeks ago the owners will not accept a deal without 14 teams. They did. Huh, that's interesting. So what I'm going to do is let's do this. We'll take our first break, and I'm going to skim through Twitter and, 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 I mean, and get another feel for this now, what I know for sure is, um, the, I've probably read through seven or eight different expert takes, and they all have been otherwise. Now, again, Bernie, we we love him on the show, uh, and he does that the weekend straight out of Vegas. Not a baseball, um, you know, professional. He's not an expert, so I'm interested in his take. But uh, I, I want to get a, a survey of the others. Go ahead, AJ. I, I said I'll be interested to see what you find because, I, I mean, I think the fact that there are, are people saying each side won means that this maybe was truly a compromise, which I think, you know, we talked about well, at the beginning of the episode. This That's a that's something to be commended. Well, for sure. But remember now, there's a difference is if it, let's say I really believe 100 is the right amount, whatever, 100 million, 100,000, whatever, and you really believe 200 is the right amount, right? Anything above 100 and below 200 is a compromise, but yeah. if it if it's 115, well, you compromise 85 units and I compromise 15. Now it's not able to assess these things because there's multiple moving parts. We can't do it that with that specificity. But by all accounts, well, I won't say by all accounts, by a majority of accounts, it. Well, here's the thing I think that that makes us so sure about it. Why would the committee go 80 against, right? And why would the owners vote? In, in such a disproportionate way, or why would the the conversation be? Oh my God! Yeah, the owners. This is a done. Yeah, this. I mean, it feels like one side's rushing to like sign it, and the other yeah. side's having like, hmm, I wonder. So we'll dig in and then finish, go through a few more of the details. I think some of these rule changes, no DH, 
uh, or I'm sorry, DH everywhere now, no non-DH in the NL, and some other stuff. There's a draft lottery. So we're going to go through some of the specifics and also then jump to the NFL and talk about Mac to the Chargers. That's coming up next, but first, he's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. In just a minute, we're going to take a look at some details of this uh, agreement between the union and Major League Baseball. Talk about who won and who gave up too much. And I'll cut that one short. I can't find anyone that thinks the players won. So I've read about eight or nine more 
So let's just say the majority opinion right now is the owners won. But I saw something when I was reading through this during the break that really struck me. They said that, that for so long in these negotiations between unions and owners in all the major sports, there's a sense of we don't want to look like we lost. We don't. We want to save face. And the Twitter poster who had a blue check mark, I don't didn't know who it was, said, "Fans don't care." And I think that's exactly correct. And I mean, I said it earlier in the first segment, but in a way, like think about that. It's one thing that the fans don't care. It's another thing if the owners and the uh, unions are trying to save face from the for the fans, you know, in the eyes of the fans, and the fans don't care. So it means, like, yeah. kind of make the deal that's right, but don't worry about how it looks because we just don't care who wins or loses. Yeah. Everyone's doing better than 99% of the fans involved, right? And, yeah, The Athletic had an interview with Garrett Cole after the uh, after the after after it got decided, and he said, as part of the executive subcommittee, you've, you guys voted no on this proposal. What led to that decision? And Garrett Cole said, the subcommittee wanted to stick together. That's how our vote was reflected. So basically, it was either it was going to be a unanimous decision one way or the other. And he said, I'm not really looking to talk about negative things right now while everybody's excited about the deal. We had our reasons. Those can be discussed at another time. But I'm very proud of getting this job done. Well, that's fascinating. So they're saying we're going to have eight different people. We're going to announce that it was 8-0. But now that it goes that they went against the recommendation, they're going to say, yeah, but, you know, it was wink, wink. It was probably like 5-3, if not 4-4. You know, they're trying to back away from the 8-0. Huh. Huh. Okay. This is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled in the last year plus. That's because of you. Thank you. And I know you don't care who won. You just we won. Fans, batters, <laughs> here in Vegas. Oh, wait. If you want to listen to, let's see, what's a good way? Let's say the iHeartRadio app is another way to listen. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas here in Vegas on the Strip. 55 degrees, the neon is pumping. All right, RJ, let's take a look at some of the, the things in this deal that affect fans, things that fans might care about, like some of the rule changes. Yeah, so one thing that overarches the changes that's happened already is the ability to make changes is a lot quicker. Uh, I think it was uh, six weeks it took only, but a really short period of time in order to like exert or make a rules change. So before it was one year, like a calendar year. So if something happened, um, you know, uh, in a given point of the regular season, it wasn't the next regular season they could, could do it. It had to be that, and uh, it would be uh, another season after that, right? So it'd be a year, it would be that year calendar wise. Now it's like far less than that. I like that. Baseball needs to be nimble. Now, obviously, you got to worry about that, you know, the wind, putting your finger to the wind and changing something, then changing something again. But man, they've been too slow in my opinion, baseball to evolve. And, and and to me, when they have done it quick, they've done it poorly. And at least they've retracted the ghost runner now in extra innings and the seven inning uh, double headers. Both of those now are gone. And in general, the rules changes can happen quicker. Do you agree in general, baseball needs to evolve a little quicker? 
Yeah, and I think what you said, like the holding your finger to the wind, you don't want it to change constantly, but when you Im- implement a rule and it's met with just immediate disgust, like the the extra innings rule, the seven-inning doubleheaders, there was nobody who liked these. It, it's nice that you could say, okay, let's just let's get this out of here. This was a, We tried, we failed. Let's go back to what's right, what works, and work on something else. I think that's a, a really good thing. Yeah, I, and, and that's all. That's the thing. That's a, the way tech companies think about beta testing. Get it out there, see what people think. It's yep. going to be imperfect, but keep evolving it. And I like that. But that's the thing about being a game with so much tradition. You you don't want to do that as much, right? So I see where baseball is trying to. You know, you're never going to be the sport that the newest kids who are like got ADD and or and 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 think football's too slow you're never going to make baseball fast enough for them but man you don't have to keep it sl- as slow as it's been and one of the rules that at least is being talked about if not is, is further down the road than that is the pitch clock which i love i love that idea but it won't be this season they're saying that would be next season Yeah, it says here, beginning in 2023, there's a committee of four active players, six members appointed by Major League Baseball, and one umpire that will be tasked with adopting changes to playing rules such as pitch clock, base size, defensive positioning, a.k.a. the shift, and automatic ball strike zone. So that that will be – those those will all be looked at starting next season. Okay, now another – we talked about how the NL will have the DH now, so there's no non-DH. I'm okay that's immediately. With that. Yeah, that's this year. Uh, this draft, there's going to be a draft lottery, and this is this uh, hinder tanking. The theory is just like with the NBA and and such is if you lose a bunch of games, but you could be the fourth pick, well, your motivation to lose those games is a little bit less. And I think that's generally true. I don't think it's going to stop tanking, but I and the fact they made it a six pick lottery. So NBA, if you're the worst team, the worst pick you can have is fourth. Well, here it's it's all the way to the sixth pick. So they they made it even stronger. The lottery elements to it. Any thoughts on that one? No, I think it's I I think baseball has had a problem with tanking, and I think that some of these teams that have just not spent any money and don't worry about being competitive, it's hard to ever get your team better uh, if you can't tank. So they are going to have to go out yeah. and spend some dollars. The Astros, like your Pirates. The well, but here's the thing: there's nothing that says you got to spend dollars. The whole point of drafting is you get good players and you get them cheap, right? Right. You have to you have to spend money if you want to get competitive quickly. Is is maybe yeah, you but, mentioned but, the Astros? Why would the, the Astros. Why, why would the draft accomplish that? Well, the I mean, saying you won't have that, you won't have the option that the Astros had, who basically built a World Series team by tanking. But most Can't guarantee teams don't. a top one pick. Say it again, McKenzie. You can't guarantee what I think. What AJ is saying is you can't assure yourself a top pick by being the worst team anymore. Well, that's what a, a draft lottery is. What are you talking about? Well, the Houston Astros, if we go in a time machine, they had this rule, wouldn't have had the option to say we're going to be as bad as possible. That way, we'll be a World Series contender in several years. Well, no, it would have been an option. It just would have been uncertain. I mean, they could have been the fourth worst team one year and got the first pick. Uh, that's true as well. Right? So, yeah. How about this, AJ? Give McKenzie a certain signal when you think you need him to interpret what you said for me. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and we'll do. It, yeah, yeah. And otherwise, we probably don't need that. Um, 
Well, hold on a second. I think there's a couple issues with the tanking stuff. I don't think most of these teams that are not spending money, I don't think they're doing it for draft choices. I think they're doing it to make more money. To save money, but yeah. Because uh, whatever money they don't spend on profit. players goes directly into their profit, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things the players wanted was a minimum spend, and they couldn't get I mean, there's ways they're trying to do that. But, I mean, effectively, the teams that spend actually have to pay a penalty because, you know, it's one thing in a hard cap league or a cap league to say if you overspend the cap, you got to pay a penalty. But when there is no cap to then – pay a penalty for spending over a certain amount like they do in baseball and have that penalty spread amongst your competitors, man, I can't think of a deterrent to spending more than that. So there's no, no, I agree. no minimum. And if you spend a lot, like the Dodgers, it really costs you. And the teams that don't spend get a second win. I mean, let's be honest. Most owners want to win. But if you tell them, hey, do it this way and you're going to make $20 million a year and you have a chance to win – do the other way. You don't have a chance to win, but you know you kind of do because you're going to make $50 million a year. Yeah, you're still winning in your own way. You're winning probably more so because, I mean, as much as these owners want to win, most of them care about money more. Now, if they can have money and win, all the better, right? Like Jerry Jones cares about winning more, but most owners, they're not going to go in their po- – I mean, look at all the NBA teams that won't go into the luxury the second year. Yeah. Right? So I think in general, the draft lottery takes it diminishes a little bit the motivation to tank if that motivation is about the draft choices. I think the motivation to, quote unquote, tank isn't really to tank. I think it's to not spend money. And an offshoot of that is you're bad. And an offshoot of that is you get high draft choices. But that so is not- why they're doing it. Yeah, but in this scenario, the teams that do that aren't being automatically rewarded, at least. Yeah, or at least not definite rewards. Because if you're one of the six teams, you're going to be, you know, it'd be interesting fighting for that sixth spot. If you're like the seventh winning team <laughs> yeah. and the sixth winning team, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to go, but that's where the tanking's going to be if, if, yeah. if they care to that degree. Get into but, that lottery. Yeah, but if you really think about it, if tank, if the draft choices is like a third of the reason teams are losing or not trying as hard to win, and then we diminished it by maybe twenty percent, well, twenty percent of thirty-three percent is like six point, you know, whatever percent. So it's like, yeah, it's moving the needle, but just barely, I think, when it comes to this, it could have been addressed with minimum spends in different ways. But again, the the players didn't get that, and and maybe yeah, that's th- what, yeah, good. I, I think minimum spin. What you just said—that's that's what should have been included in this deal. If we like, for, if, for from a fan from the standpoint, perspective. But but right. also, I think from the competitive perspective. Well, and and from the fan standpoint, because you want your team to spend at least this much to at least try to compete. But think about it. What percentage of the baseball owners would you say are really really care about winning? I think. I mean, my point would be less than a third. I think, yeah, I was going to say 25% probably sounds fair. So that means that, that this system works better for two-thirds of the owners because they're just making yeah. more money. And no, the you're Yankees right. and Dodgers that care so much, they spend it. They don't care either. They got other revenue sources, the local TV deal. So in a way, it, it, everyone wins, but they don't and, win. And, 
maybe not uh, maybe not ironically the Yankees and the 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 Mets and the Astros and the Cardinals four of the biggest payrolls in baseball those teams were the teams that voted against the deal okay so that's interesting the richest players didn't like the deal the richest owners didn't like the deal that means it was probably a good deal for the fans. <laughs> That, yes. that, that's my takeaway. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Let's do this. I've got a couple more things to wrap up. And I actually think I actually think this is something that's not being said, that the expanded playoffs could actually help the competitiveness. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Okay, so when I hear about expanded playoffs, you know, Jonas and I really disagreed on this. Jonas Knox, alum of the show, now in mornings on Fox Sports Radio, 6 a.m. Eastern to uh, 9 a.m. Eastern. And, um, he was in favor of expanding the NFL playoffs. And to me, my thought was it's diluting the regular season. Now, when you have a 16 or 17 game now regular season, yeah, diluting it's one thing. When you have 162 games and now you're diluting it, I think that's even worse. But here's one thing I didn't really fully understand until I saw it in the NBA. You could say the NBA's diluted their regular season by having the play-ins. But you know what? It's caused more teams to feel competitive at the trading deadline. And at various times later in the season, the fans are more engaged. And the teams aren't either tanking or selling. They're not sellers. where They're focused on winning. So imagine the most extreme case where there was just one American League champion by record. That's how it used to be, as you probably know, AJ. And yep. The playoffs was just the World Series. That was it for a long time. Well, if you're third and you would have been a division leader, but now you're third and you're 12 games back, what are you going to start doing? Calling people up, not caring about the game. There's just more competitive games if making the playoffs mean something. And that's what the NCAA basketball tournament has done better than any other sport ever. To make the tournament is a celebration. And if that can be the case in baseball or the NBA or NFL, now it becomes where there's two ways to have a successful season. Make the playoffs is one, and then win the championship is a super successful. The fact, though, the Steelers didn't really have a successful season in the eyes of Steeler fans. The fact the Bears made the playoffs two of the last, what, four years? But they literally were looked at, they fired their coach, tells yeah. you that, that, that we don't think of it that way. But in the NBA, for some reason, people have, if baseball can pull that off, I think it means more teams engaged later in the year in baseball. Closing thought, AJ. Yeah, I'm generally on your old side of not wanting to dilute the, the season as much, or there's too many teams that make. I like the NBA to me. There's too many teams that make the playoffs. There's more. There's more teams that are in it than are out of it. That doesn't make well, sense to a, me. Oh well, yeah, that's right. I guess that's sixty nine thirty. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I it, to me it's just it's it's overkill at, at some point. It's not it's not the reward that it should be. Uh, but you know I'm I'm willing to give this a shot with Major League Baseball, especially because they have just the the quick you know one game shot at at the playoffs. They're sort of the wild card play in games. It it's nothing outrageous. Yeah, and last thing is 
the thing that ba- basketball, the NBA did exceptionally well was they made it where if you didn't make the 10, you were in the lottery. So there was that, there was no nether region that you were like not going to make the playoffs, but not in the lottery. This way, you win either way. If you're fighting for the play, the 10 and you get in, hey, you got a game on national TV, you did something. I know technically you didn't make the playoffs until you win, but you know what I'm saying. But then yep. if you don't and just miss it, well, we're in the lottery and there's a chance we can get number one. I think that was brilliant. So we'll see what happens for baseball, but I do think it's possible. That, that this dilution of the regular season has a positive outcome. As they say, stay tuned. And stay tuned because when we come back, we are talking about the MAC trade. And it the, the odds have moved in a real significant way, the Chargers way here. We'll explain why. And AJ is going to get to give another pick. How'd, you, how'd your pick do yesterday? Or yesterday it did AJ? not win, RJ. It did not win. So it, West Virginia due. waited one extra day to die. So you're due. Uh, that's one way to look at it, yes. Be- he's due. Best bet coming. That's coming up next. But first, he's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. 
Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. All right, R.J., let's take a look at the trade between the Chicago Bears and the L.A. Chargers. Khalil Mack on the move. Okay, so let's lay out the facts as they are. So what did Mack garner? The Bears receive a second and sixth rounder in the 2023 draft. So important to note, not the upcoming draft, the 2023 draft. And... There's different ways to discount it, but picks in future drafts are discounted fairly significantly. Um, like a typical tr- uh, trade will be uh, like a third rounder um, next year for a fourth rounder this year. Like you'll see teams swap in that way. Now, there, there's part of that is predicting where the other team's going to be in the draft and all that, but uh, that that's even less in a two and a six typically. Obviously, a lot less than Mac garnered when he was traded from the Raiders. And my question is, Gruden, who I know obviously in non-football ways has been disgraced, but as a football mind, it seems like that this trade and Mac in general, uh, Gruden made it, it seems like a pretty strong decision on that trade. Wouldn't you say, AJ? Yeah, and in hindsight, McKenzie said that today at the office. He said the Raiders, in hindsight, certainly won that deal, won that trade. But you didn't hear many people talk. They said, Gruden, he gets rid of their best players. I mean, I'm talking about analysts. People are supposed to know better. Um, I personally think – now, you were – your thought was, hey – this is cheap when you compare it to the Rams and, and what they did with Von Miller. Yeah, the first thing I thought was the, the Broncos got a second and a third rounder for half a season of, of Von Miller. And my thought is, well, at the time, Denver picked up a big chunk of money that the Rams didn't even have on the cap to do. So in a way, they were buying picks. I mean, the NFL doesn't want to say that, yeah. but that's what it was. And number two, let's look at Mac. There's three years left on his deal. Now, the third year, the dead cap money is pretty modest. So it's an option in a way. It's a $6 million dead cap. But the next two years, it's $17.8 million and it's $24 million dead cap money. So they can't cut them. They don't want to cut them. But then the year after that, it's $23 million with almost uh, of cash and almost $12 million of dead cap. So Mac just isn't playing right now at a level that would get him $23 million. So part of the depressed price, I think, isn't that Mac isn't good. It's that Mac is not as good as his salary. Thus, it, it, it diminishes his value. Uh, yeah, you, coming off a career, car, yeah, coming off a career worst season, they're certainly pay, paying a discount to get his numbers off the books. The Bears are. They're taking a discounted haul to get his numbers off their books. Okay, now if you look at PFF, last year he had a 73, a 73. It's the first time that he has been um, below a 90, which is like elite elite, first time below 90 in his career. Right. Or I guess it's, yeah, through seven seasons. Right, McKenzie, is that correct? He averaged 90 through seven seasons. He His lowest was 86. So okay. already so he's averaged 90, which is right at the elite level. 73 is way down. So now is this an aberration or is this age? That's the it, bet the Chargers are making. And it, 
Go ahead. And in 2021, he had his career best PFF grade, 92.3. Yeah, he didn't have many sacks, so it's uh, that was interesting. Uh, you got a quick free pick, right? Yep, uh, it's gonna in the Big Twelve tournament. Iowa State's team total under fifty eight and a half tonight against Texas Tech. They're gonna have a hard time scoring. First of all, they're playing the best defense in the country in Texas Tech. It's a neutral site, unfamiliar for the shooters, and they're not gonna get anything at the basket. They're two regular season games. The first one, Iowa State scored sixty at Texas Tech, but twenty three came in the last ten minutes of a game they were getting blown out in. The competitive game was at Iowa State. It was a fifty one forty seven game. These two teams mirror each other. Texas. Tech's just a lot better, and a tournament generally plays lower. It also helps that Iowa State can't shoot free throws. Iowa State's team total under 58.5 tonight. You know someone's trying to win hard when they go with the team total. By the way, char- <laughs> yeah, Chargers, right. their odds did improve with this trade. They were 4-1, to one, now they're 3.5-1 to one to win the division. All right, if you missed any of today's show, including us breaking down Major League Baseball, who the winners and losers were, check it out on the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time, previewing the conference tournaments for the weekend. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.